The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Believe it or not, it's the 23rd of October 2018. Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. Now, I said yesterday, normally I hold it for a count of four to five, but, you know, we have a show to do here. But you're going to get the, the gist of it, and we've been doing this for like four months now. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because when you talk to yourself like that, when you embed that into your subconscious mind, and we've talked a lot about the things I'm going to do, things are going to change for you. You're not going to be ruled by the outside world. You're going to start building from the inside out. And anybody that is successful will tell you that. So think about that and do that. And repeat those lines and anything else you want to add all day long. The minute you get up, say those three lines. Before you go to bed, I will do that to the point where I will fall asleep doing that. That is one of the greatest ways to lay it out on you just before, you know, you're comfortable in bed, you're warm. Do that till you fall asleep. I guarantee you, you'll wake up the next morning. I wake up during the night if I got to go to the bathroom. It's usually like 3.30 every morning, like clockwork. And when I'm standing there, literally... That stuff's buzzing through my head without me even saying it. It's incredible stuff. So go out and do it. Also, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., that's our premier product right now. There is more coming down the road. Um, It's everything I've been doing here for the last 15 to 20 years in the FBC Steel and Stoneyard. No, I can't do it all at once, but there is enough material of 14 modules to last you quite a while. I mean, if you really go and do them. I mean, if you like power rack work, if you like sandbags, stones, you name it, it's all there. And the philosophies and thoughts. And, you know, I've changed so much even since I've done that. And the stuff John McKean and I are doing with the power rack um, back from the Bill March, Ziegler, Hoffman days. Just incredible stuff. And I've gotten notes from people. Why aren't you putting out the video and this and that? Because I'm not. It's going to be a product. It's going to be a whole revamp of power rack training. Um, You're going to love it. It is awesome stuff. I'll tell you right now, locally, I would love right now to find a kid in high school, or I don't care, even who's playing college ball locally, I'd love to put you on that program. I'm telling you right now, you would knock people right out of their shoes. John McKean's grandson's doing it. He's a running back. I believe he's a freshman. They can't even wrap around him and get him. He's so damn strong. It's beautiful stuff. So go out there. Look at that. Also, our Prosperity Conscious page, that's investing in motivation and muscle. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment. It goes to my PayPal account, and you get free things with each investment. And believe me, you're investing in something that's going to be here for a long, long time. And we got so many plans and so many things we want to do, 
and we're very excited that you're all in here with us because you're going to enjoy the next 30 years. But wait to see what's going to happen in the next six months. It's just awesome stuff to be able to be that excited about life. I mean, don't you want that? I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm just telling you the way I am right now and will always be. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. We got a guy here. Jed, Jed Johnson hasn't been on with me in almost a year, unfortunately, but he understands, like, Jed has opened a gym, and we're going to get into this momentarily when I bring him in. Um, you know, if you've been on the show and I haven't contacted you, it's nothing personal, and don't be afraid to contact me and say, hey, what's going on? How come I'm not on? Could I come on again? Chances are, absolutely, all right? But I'm working and I'm doing a lot of outside stuff here that is totally within the show. I, I just I, sometimes I, I just kind of lose thought on it, I lose my train on it. And we've had so many new people coming in here. You know, that's the way things grow. But I have not forgotten anyone, believe me. So don't take it that way. And we're glad to have Jed back because one thing I know about Jed, I've never met him, and I hope I do within the next few years, is this: he's a straight shooter, and that's what I want with me here. I want, you know, he's the kind of guy that would tell me, hey, you're full of shit. You need to hear that. If you're not walking the line correctly, you want people around. And people that care and people that offer solutions. Also, too, you know, as I said, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Just go and look at all the shows Jed and I have done. Also, too, sign up for our free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. And away you go. Any type of content you're going to get, you will get right there. Also, too, it'll go right to your inbox. Also, another investment, come on in and advertise with Motivation Muscle. It's very reasonable. It's right out there on the homepage. And the only way, at least initially, we will do business is I got I left my personal phone number. Not many people are going to do that. Call me. I want to talk to you, and if you're in my area, I will come and meet you, shake your hand, and look you in the eye. That's what my pop taught me. And I think the art of conversation is slowly dying out because of all these gadgets we got. And my whole thing is I want to keep it alive and well and bigger than ever. So don't hesitate. Um, If I don't get the phone... I will get back to you within 24 hours, believe me. Also, too, um, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, real men, real power, real strength. And on that note, I'm going to give you a little information on Jed. Let me just get this down here. All right, number one, Jed is a speaker, a performing strongman, a three-time national grip strength champion, and we're going to talk about today. He is now a gym owner, and we got an awful lot to talk about that. But we are going to update you, let you know what he's been up to. And, Jed, you know it's always an honor. Um, sorry for the delay, but it's good to have you back, and we'll make the best of it today for sure. Yeah, man. Well, no, uh, no problem on the amount of time. Uh, this year has been extremely busy, and quite frankly, I didn't have the time to do – podcast uh with with pretty much anybody yep so it, it it's all kind of worked out man we both got busy uh at the same time and i'm sure you've had lots of new people come in i know jason gillen has been on here a few times now yep, yep. um he always tells me when he's when he's on uh he's a great guy so <clears throat> no 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 problem at all and 
there's been lots of cool stuff going on and I'm happy to be on the show to share a little bit about that with you, with everybody today. That's awesome. Um, give out your websites, anything that we need for that. And we're going to, we're going to get started with the update first with you, if you would, please. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, my main website is dieselcrew.com. That's a blog. It's got videos. It's got articles, things like that. It's totally free. There's a newsletter you can sign up for. I also have thegripauthority.com, which is my instructional website that, uh, that Mr. Gillen is a, yep. a member of, actually. Yep. And uh, that's got information on grip sport, general grip training, improving your hand strength for sporting endeavors, athlete-specific, lift-specific, feats, feats of strength, you know, ripping phone books and things like that. I've got everything on there, and it's uh, it's been up since 2010. So. Wow going on eight full years now of of content production on that site you can't beat it so anybody that's looking to get some stronger hands you got to go there today and then i'll just mention my youtube channel it's sure. my name jed johnson j-e-d-d-j-o-h-n-s-o-n and um i put up videos all the time i just uploaded a new video today one went live earlier this morning at 5 30 a.m and I'm always shooting them, and uh, I'm doing a lot of Q&As here recently. People are really enjoying the Q&A videos that I put up. They're usually three to five minutes long at tops, and uh, always got new stuff going on there, as well as uh, updates on my uh, latest training endeavors. Yeah, so, I mean, that's great stuff, and, and uh, especially strongman stuff. We got to have fingers, hands, wrists, and forearms uh like a maniac, you know, uh, usually the weakness when you drop a stone is, uh, your hands and your wrists and your forearms. Um, and I love doing all that. I was out today squeezing, uh, it was about an eight and a quarter inch hoose of steel stone for time. Um, and I don't care how much weight is in it, out it, you know, it's shot loaded, whatever. Um, I, that's one of the things I found, especially for the forearms, because, um, in Iceland, that stone's about, Eight in, a little over eight inches in width on the sides, but the thing is, it's so huge, and there's really, we call them handholds, there's very little to dig your fingers in, and the stone itself is like talc, so you better have some hands of steel among everything else, and I will say another thing, and I'll get right to you, Jed, is this, you know, when I tore my bicep in 2008 over in Iceland, I mean, I had worked my arms, but not to the degree I think I should have. And I'm not talking about poser arms and all this stuff. I'm talking about big, thick, um, functional arms. And I've changed a lot about that. Um, you can't look at That's a common injury. All right? Nobody wants it. But the, the, the point of the matter is, I believe now, especially with stone lifting, especially like Anything that you're picking up, bear hugging, pressing, whatever you're going to do with that stone, you better have some biceps. And if I can save somebody from blowing a bicep off the bone, um, I would tell you if you're not doing it on a regular basis, I would definitely get into some form of a curl. Whether it's with a pollen axle, whether it's with, you know, they, they used to make, Dr. Ken used to make the training logs. And it was a supinated style of a log. And I do a lot of stuff supinated 
Um, I still deadlift with a conventional bar, but most of my stuff now is relegated to a trap bar. I have a trap bar um, that obviously goes in the power rack so I can do isometric holds or lift it at any level. I have the conventional one, obviously, and I have a Girard trap bar. And the reason why I do that, and we've gotten into this heavily on shows with some great, great stone lifters. In fact, Mark Haydock is an incredible lifter, and he is a big-time, big-lifting trap bar guy. And one of the reasons I got into it is I like the idea that the bicep, even though it's fixed, I've never had a problem with it. I just think, for me, supination makes my mind work better. So that's just a little tip to everybody. On that note, Jed, you can comment on that. If not, let's update what's been going on with you, my friend. Yo, I think we actually did a show on bicep training, and I think it's really important for people who – do strongman and stone lifting and odd object work that they they do regular arm training i fully i fully support that so yep, yep. you said a lot with that little <laughs> with that little huge up. well you know what it is jed it's just like um i think i think supination is a good thing after you've had a tear i mean look most of the time sometimes you have to go back in and have it done but i really don't want to ever face the knife again if i don't have to um, so for me, it works. It works for a lot of other people. Lee Holland Keene, who was on here, was the second woman to lift the Denny Stones recently. That's all she does is heavy trap bar work. Um, it gets a lot of muscles. And like I said, I have that one that Dr. Ken put out years ago. I do do three different things with biceps bar wise. I use the Apollon, but obviously that can be a danger because it doesn't revolve. But I'm always, you know, I, I know how to do it. Um, I use the old conventional one-inch York short bar. And I'll tell you why. It's very safe, I think, in a lot of ways because the bar is so short, I can literally dig my elbows into my lats and curl with it. So I love that. And obviously, I use uh, the one Dr. Ken put out. It's technically a log but without the lock, the the steel, the circular steel built around it, so it's awesome. Um, let's go. What what do we got? What's been going on with you? It's been a, it's been almost a year, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So give us some updates. What's been going on in your life, brother? Yeah, so I went into like semi retirement after I think King Kong last year. I'm, I'm not sure when it was. Um, I just, the, the competitions weren't really getting me as pumped as they, as they once were. And I had set my eyes on some feats that I really wanted to do. So, um, I, I took those very, very seriously. So one of them last year was the, the double old school York 45 pound plate pinch. And I became the first person to ever do that last year. Wow. So um, I knocked that out, um, and then I I won nationals last year. I competed okay in King Kong, which is uh, actually the King Kong of grip is taking place this weekend coming up, mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping to win it. I mean that's the that's nice. the goal. Nice. Yep, yep. But uh, you know when there were in the in the for the past few years, there's more and more contests that pop up, which is a good thing. And I used to go to those contests, but um, I, I really put the competition stuff on a back burner in order to try to knock out some of these lifetime feats. 
Good. So I won nationals last year. I did okay at King Kong. And then I said I wasn't going to compete again until my contest in February. So I won that. And then uh, in April, I competed in a competition in Philadelphia, uh, which was run by uh, a different federation. And it's called arm lifting, but it's essentially grip sport. So I went there and won that. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, I, I didn't compete in nationals this year. I just ran it, and I thought it was the one of the most well-organized nationals that I've ever been at. Uh, and uh, my lifting partner, Luke Raymond, ended up winning. Good. So that was, that was a good highlight. And then, like I said, I've been working on these feats. So one of the feats that I've been working on is pinching two 25-kilogram plates from Yo, uh, Rogue. Yep. Rogue Fitness. And I was able to knock that out about three weeks ago. So all throughout the year, I've been getting stronger and stronger and stronger at it. And then finally was able to pull it off uh, three, four weeks ago. That's a nasty lift. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, that's a 55-pound plate apiece. Um, that's, that, that's, a, that's a brutal lift. Um, let me ask you one thing about that, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm always like the Norb Shemansky uh, answer, you know. How do you get stronger in the press? Press. All right. You're pinch gripping. Um, what are you doing? You're using lighter plates. Is there anything in uh, particular you can tell the audience out there to get to that? Or are we kind of, we want to keep that a little bit under wraps? No. So, so I'll share a little bit about that. It's no problem. So okay. my, my, my objective every time that I set my sights on a certain goal is to actually get the implement that yep. I'm going to be trying to lift. So whether it's for competition or for a feat of strength, I like to go out and get those. So last year I made, I, I made it very important to myself to accomplish that goal. So I went out and I bought two 25 kilogram plates from rogue. Okay. Um, it's a very short list. There's, there's probably only about five people that have lifted it, Yep. lifted that uh, combination. So I went out and bought them. I also ended up getting another set of uh, 25 kilogram plates earlier this year from a good friend of mine named Chris Andrade. Okay. He's in Connecticut. And uh, so I have his set as well because I'd like to also pull off a double. No one else wow. has ever done double 225s uh, pinch. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that now. And uh, so. I go out and get the stuff, and then I just try to spend as much time with those implements in my hand. Okay. So I don't, I've never really done, um, you know, even when I was working on 245s, I've never really done the thing where you pinch 235s and try to add weight, and I never really did that. I always just tried to do stuff with the, with the 245s, yep. and that's what I did with the, the 55s, the 25-kilogram plates, just different drills where – I'm maybe picking them up and trying to hold them one-handed. Yep. Um, or uh, I might try to deload them somehow using bands or some other some yep. other device. But um, it, it, that I, I kind of got a I've got a good go-to strategy for for any kind of grip lift. Yep. And it's and it's always worked for me. So I just I just stick with the formula that works. Sure. I mean um, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay, so where what are you shooting for for the uh, two twenty five kilos in each hand? What are you looking at? Well, I'd like to uh, I'd like to get that out of the way this year. I've, oh, okay. I've got both sets. 
um, like to accomplish that this year. Um, I, I, that, that, that goal actually got taken care of through the other training I was doing. I really wasn't spending too much time on the 225s. And then every once in a while, I'd just go over and, and squeeze onto them. And if they felt good, then I would take a few attempts. Nice. So, um, and then the days that I took attempts, you know, well, I, I guess the way it worked out is about once a week, I would do some, I would do some training with them, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, a, a consuming, you know, siege for 225 kilo plates. It was uh, much less intense because I, I've been training for this King Kong of grip. And, uh, you know, th- that training is, has uh, crossed over really well for me. Um, in the meantime, I also was able to accomplish, you know, literally like a career long lifetime grip strength goal recently. Mm-hmm. Like the two twenty fives, dude, that's something that I just decided I was gonna try for last year. Yeah. Um and uh but I was able to clean the Thomas Inch dumbbell in October or maybe September. I don't I don't remember now. Um but it wasn't too long ago. It was maybe a month ago or so. And uh I've been working on that for like twelve years. I, yeah. I first yeah. got a, a or no, it's been longer. I first got my inch dumbbell in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. And um I think maybe uh in two thousand six, two thousand seven I decided that I want to train to clean this. Yeah. And uh I dude, I don't know. I, I can't remember the darn years. No, <laughs> I, I saw I saw it. It's incredible. look yeah. for anybody that doesn't realize just the thickness of the inch dumbbell is just absolutely incredible. Because you and I both know you might be able to get it a few inches off the ground, but to be able to take it and clean it um, yeah. without it breaking your wrist right off you is just a feat of strength that is unfriggin' believable, man. Um, yeah, just quick information yeah, on shoot. it. It's called each dumbbell, but not because of any measurements. It's it's named after the guy who invented it, Thomas yep. Inch. Yep. And uh, the handle's two and three-eighths inches thick. It's about four inches long, and it's a cast-iron globe-headed dumbbell. So when you start to lift it off the ground, the globes start to start to spin, and it yep. rips out of your hand. So most people cannot lift this thing off the ground at all. Like, like incredible vast majority of people in the world will never be able to break this thing off the ground. Yeah. Very few will be able to pick it up, you know, a few inches. Even less will be able to pick it up to – to a lockout deadlift position yeah. and there's only been like three to five people that have ever cleaned it in history. So, uh, and most of the, and some of those are tainted, if you will, yep. by the fact contacted parts of their body on the way up. Yep. So, um, it's not a true clean per se, but at the same time, I can't really hold that against people when it grazes the side of their body because, uh, because of the, you know, the, the, the hugeness of the, the feet. Girth, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, that was great. And uh, I think I've actually been close to being able to do it for, for some time. Um, I was training it and, uh, my, my, uh, again, good friend, training partner, Luke yeah, said, man, if you can drop down four inches, I think you can do it. And I wasn't doing that. I was trying to pull it as high as I could, but I wasn't dropping down in kind of a catch phase like you would with a barbell clean. Yep. And sure enough, brother, the first time I tried it, I caught it left-handed. That's awesome. I I would love to hear you say I I pressed it too. 
<laughs> you know, that's next, dude. I, yep. I got to get yep. King yep. Kong out of the way. Yep. Um, the last ever Gripmas Carol is taking a pl- taking place in Ohio in December on December eighth. Yep. So I'm going to hit that, and then uh, Clean and Press of the Inch Dumbbell is definitely <laughs> on my list. You talk about <laughs> you talk about uh, a crowning achievement. Something else too, because I know people have written in and said it um, through history and time. There's been all kinds of rumors of the heaviness. Now, I've got an inch out in the garage. I believe that's 176. But I've also read, you know, back in the day when Thomas Inch was performing, there's been rumors of there was a hole drilled in it. And, you know, you'd see these guys with, they looked like some type of leather wristbands or whatever. And they were saying, well, that thing would screw or fit right into the hole and they'd be able to grip it and lift it. What's your feeling about a lot of that stuff, Jed? And, and really, what do you feel is the true weight, the authentic weight of it? So the so the the true weight of it is either 172 or 173. Okay. That's for the main challenge dumbbell. So okay. he actually had several challenge dumbbells. I think he had four challenge dumbbells. Yep. And um, I, if I remember correctly, the 172, 173 was uh, was. Did I lose you? Most of the time when he was lifting it, he was cheating somehow. Yep. Jared, yeah, so um, there are several. Well, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, no, I mean, we were talking about the different weights of the inch dumbbell because through history there's been discrepancies all over. And I know you were saying you thought maybe there's three or four of them. So let's pick up right from there, brother. Yeah, there's a, there's at least three or four different inch challenge bells, and they vary in weight quite a bit. So I think one of them was like 90 and like one 150, and then 172, 173 yep. was the main one. Yep. And then uh, there may have been another one here or there. Uh, but the main one was the 172. Uh, and I, I've seen it written 172 and 173. I, to me, that could just be the scale that it was set on that's going to give that variance. Um, and most of the replicas that you find out there are going to be between one, uh, 169 and 176. Yep. Um, it depends on, you know, sometimes they just don't get the mixture right, but sure, sure. they're out there. Now, you had asked me about any other, you know, questionable stuff with yeah. Thomas Inch, and you you asked about the hole in the handle. I have heard that, yeah. that there's a hole in the original Inch dumbbell handle. Yep. Now, I've never seen the, the original Inch dumbbell, so I don't know that for sure. But I, I thought what I read was an article that Nathan Hawley had put out yep. in an Iron Mind uh, Milo issue. Yeah, Milo. Yep, and, yep. Yeah, so – and the assumption that was made was that when Thomas Inch would lift the Inch dumbbell, he wore something on his wrist that had a spike attached to it. Yep. And it allowed him to reach down, insert the spike into the hole, and then it would kill the rotation. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure Inch was strong enough to lift 172 pounds. That wouldn't be the problem. It was actually the size of the handle and the rotation action of it when you try to pick it up that would cause him the issues. But I, I really have my doubts that he could do a, le- a legitimate lift with the 
inch dumbbell mm-hmm. uh, himself. I think he was a, a showman and a shyster in, in some ways, and that's yeah. probably going to piss, piss some people off that I'm talking about Thomas Inch. But, I mean, these are the facts, and, you know, I, I'm the kind of guy that I give people, like, one chance yeah. to make a mistake, and, yep. um, you know, that, that, that clouds things just enough with that hole in the handle, but yeah. even more so there's a video out that um, I've seen on YouTube that's, that was put out by the old British path mm-hmm. network or whatever. It's a black and white video. It might be from like the forties inch is like 70 years old. And he's like, uh, you know, you can, you can see that he's put some years on him and probably some excess weight as well. And he has a dumbbell in this video that is not anything close to what is known as the inch dumbbell? It looks more like a uh, shot loadable style of dumbbell, mm-hmm. and you know he bangs it with a hammer to show that it is made out of metal. And then he has these three other yahoos come over and try <laughs> to pick it up. Looks like they don't even try. Yep. And then he strolls right over and picks it up like it's an em- it's literally an empty shot loadable dumbbell. That's yep. what it looks like when he picks it up. And not only does he proceed to deadlift it, but he cleans it to his shoulder and does a bent press style yeah. lift with, or maybe even uh might've even been a two hands anyhow that he did, mm-hmm. which was uh, in vogue back in those days. So yeah, man, I have my serious doubts about Thomas inch and, and the validity of his claims. So I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. I, I you know, you, you wonder about it and you know, Obviously, there's going to be people that are going to think it's like sacrilege what we said, but I mean, uh, it's out there, and you know, what the hell? You bring it up and you discuss it, and you can draw your own conclusion. What else you got, man? Um, well, and then I also just pulled off not only that day that I lifted the 225 kilo plates, but I also pulled off um, the 225 kilos in my left hand and the inch dumbbell in my right. So that's yeah, a combo. Yep. been done before. Yep. Um, I like doing that. You know, it's, I like to, you know, really try to own a feat and do a couple other combination stuff with it when I can. Yep. So I released those videos like two, three weeks apart, but I actually did them both within the same probably 10 minutes. Nice. I just didn't, I just didn't get a chance to shoot. I wanted to do an intro to kind of spice the video up a little bit. That's one of the things I've gotten for feedback is, um, you know, I had Juji Mufu here. Yep. Uh, you know who that is? Yep. All right, cool. So he was here and we did some videos and, um, you know, one of the things that, that I got feedback on was, um, you know, spicing up the videos a little bit more so they're not just clips. Right. So I wanted to do a nice intro because that was a, a pretty big feat. So uh, I went ahead and did that. I still don't do it all the time because I get lazy with those videos and I just upload them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and not only that, um, if you're doing a feat of strength like that, unless you got somebody filming you, you're not really – where's your attention directed, right? I mean, yeah. face it. I mean, it's great to have it and it's great for people to admire and want to go out and emulate you. But, you know, one thing I find out here because there's so many times I'm alone – I don't have the patience to film. You know, if I'm thinking about getting under a squat or whatever I'm doing or a stone, I don't have the temperament to run a, an expensive camera on a tripod. And I'm the kind of guy who probably pick it up and throw it across the room. And that would not accomplish anything. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not you know what I mean? yeah. So that's why I don't do it a lot. And not only that, 
you know, I, I my area is if you've seen all the stuff in my uh, garage, you'd be like, how the hell does a guy even move? Well, I do move, and it's good for maybe one or two people. But when you got a camera near you, it's too damn close, and it's very hard to get your aim and all that. So, look, that's stuff that I like to leave to either someone that's very good or hire a professional, which I've done here before. Then they're not in your vision, and you're definitely not going to get upset and end up destroying something that you shouldn't. So, yeah, I, I can identify with that totally. I um, I would love to be able to have somebody just to dial up and say, bring your thousands of dollars worth of equipment here and film, because that's what we did for one thing. And, uh, my God, Jed, it's just like, you know, it looks like something right out of uh, – you know, uh, whether it's a show you're running or, you know, that magazine quality type of, uh, you know, uh, look and color and style. It's like, I don't have that type of equipment and, and I don't have that experience. But, you know, it's nice to have something to put out there on YouTube or, you know, Facebook or whatever. Um, yeah. What else you got, brother? Um, that's really about it. Like I said, there's there's that competition going on this weekend, which is the King Kong Grip. It's... uh been going on since the 20 2013 so it's uh it's one of the most mature contests around now yep and it's very prestigious so i won it in 2015 so far nobody has ever won it twice so that's that's always the goal sure 2015 i was hurt very very badly so i did not have a good showing yep in 2017 i did pretty well but other people just happened to do better than me, so I, yep. I didn't do I didn't do well enough. But hey, um, you know what? You, you never know on any day. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you get injuries, you got to overcome them, and and you keep throttling along. That's what a lot of people don't get. Um, this is a real big thing too. Obviously, uh, Jed's opened a gym. Um, and what? Let, let me put it to you this way. I know you've trained people and all that in the past. That's what you were doing and, and those things. What got you to the point where you felt you needed open establishment? I mean, you're an entrepreneur anyways. Was that the, the entrepreneur spirit? Did you see Did you see a niche where you're like, there's nobody out there doing the type of stuff I'm doing and the things that I do to train people? What was it, Jed? Uh, a few things. I've been part of a mastermind group since 2013. So a mastermind group, just to explain that, is it's a group of people who have a common mentor or yep. mentors, and they work together to help each other with their businesses. Yep. So most of the people that are in this uh, membership program, are, or I'm sorry, um, mastermind program, are gym owners. So sure. I've heard a lot of talk about owning a gym over the last five plus years. And I started looking at a location for a gym back, I believe in 2015 and um, just never really jumped on it mm -hmm. because rent in, in this area is very, very high due to the presence of the natural gas industry. Yep. So they're able to command a higher, uh, pay, <clears throat> excuse me, payment, due to those giant companies coming in with like seemingly bottomless pockets yep. and that's not me. So, uh, I, I just held off, held off and we're, I'm good friends with, uh, 
one of the ladies that was a hairdresser in town mm-hmm. and uh, she, she made me a deal, looked into it and we got her done. So that started out in like May of this year and ended yep. up uh, completing in uh, at the end of July. So I've been, it, it took, uh, <clears throat> I want to say I took like two weeks to get it painted up, got everything moved in in August. And uh, the following Monday we started training out of here. Nice. So, the, the other thing was I knew that I needed a bigger space when I had two kids yeah. doing uh, side laterals, and yep. one of them picked the dumbbell up at the same time as another dude into the side lateral movement pattern, and the head of the hex head dumbbell went in between the, like the heads of the other kid's yeah. dumbbell and yeah. smashed his frigging finger. Oh. Pinched his finger. Yep. So uh, – um, the, <laughs> I was like, wow, man, yeah, this is, yeah. this is getting crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, I started looking a little bit harder and that's around that time is when I started talking with the lady that owned, owned the building yep. as, uh, um, they had the salon. Yeah. So since I got it, we, we converted it. It's, uh, it's all black matting with, I brought all my dumbbells down I brought my lat pull machine, my power cage. We built a platform for the cage, so we yep. do deadlift, cleans, and all that stuff. Yep. Um, I've got a we we put in this really sweet complex through the center of the room, so that you can do TRX and other types of hanging exercises and pull up exercises. Because I have a, I have a lot of wrestlers okay. in my clientele, so I like to get grip involved with them. Yep. Um, I didn't move any of my grip stuff down. I actually did all my grip training for the first month or so, month and a half, uh, in my old garage area. I didn't move it down until Juju Mufu came. Okay. That's when I brought down the inch and I started bringing down some stuff here and there. So I, I have a dedicated grip room because nice. I'm lazy and I don't like to clean up chalk. Oh, yeah. So I try to keep the chalk out of the main room just to keep it looking a little better. And then most of the grip stuff has taken place in the grip room, especially the videos for the 225 kilo pinch, because a lot of chalk is used in one of those types of lifts. We keep that out there. Now, the other stuff where you don't use as much chalk, we take that right out into the big area and we we act like we own the place. But um, I generally do all my training during hours when I don't have clients and then um, try to, you know, try to keep that away, you know. Because, dude, sometimes I can be an absolute dick when I'm training, and I can swear and yep. stuff like that. Yep. And I don't want people to hear that. They're going to get the impression yep. of me. Yep. So uh, try to keep the two separate. Yep. And uh, what that means is I got to do I got to do a little bit more sweeping down here because I we do get some chalk around, and I don't want when they're on the floor doing like uh, bear crawls or something oh, like that. Fall you know? on your face. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so yeah, so I work with a lot of wrestlers, yep. a couple of baseball players, yep, um, cross country, track. Work with all them. Uh, we'll do like the you know the primary strength moves, and then we'll branch out and do other things that are more sports specific. And yep. luckily that I have a building, I'm able. You know, I have, I have more room for all that stuff, so I can I can I can break them out into their own groups, and it works really nice. We we do things like. Uh, you're familiar with the power wheel? It's like a wheel oh, yeah. with yeah. posters on it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I have them do that. 
all the kids that have done it have gone from the first mat to the last mat, which is about probably 60 feet. Nice. I, and, and they come back. They go down and back with ah. minimal rest, and I cannot freaking do it. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, uh, but that's, that's good stuff. One thing I want to ask you too, Jed, number yeah. one, what is the name of the uh, business? And number two, how many square feet did you grow, end up growing to right now? Yeah, so it's called Peak Strength and Fitness because okay. I wanted to name it something where we're going down to the peak. Yeah. We're going down to the blank. That's yep. what I wanted. Yep. And uh, I chose Peak because um, I had this vision of a mountain. Yep. And uh, when they were successful, they were at the peak of their mountain. Like the mountain is like their goal. And they, they, they accomplished it by climbing that mountain. Yes, sir. It's easy. Yes, sir. Yep. So um, it's something that takes dedication and work and time and stuff like that because that's what that's how everything is. You, well, nothing should come easy. If it comes easy, then that means it probably wasn't worth doing or you didn't have to work very hard. You were probably almost already strong enough to do it. So. Right, and, and to me, peak, really you're planting the seed of greatness in you because, you know, you are not descending, you are climbing, and that is right. what life is about to me. I mean, you have to have a belief in you that you can do anything and everything because unless you got people like yourself, myself, and other people connected here, and obviously our friends, you're not going to get a lot of takers out there to, to uh, stand uh, thick with you when things are going awry. That's one of the things, Jed – that I really enjoy about a lot of the stone lifting community. I, I don't care. I, I know every group has their little internal BS, you know, unfortunately, but you see a lot of these guys and I've talked to a lot of them. I mean, they're constantly pushing one another to exceed, to excel. I mean, look, I know guys that have gone to the gathering and they'll tell me, Guys, you know, you could be talking about Andrew Carney or Martin Janzix or Charlie or Stevie or any of them. They might see us struggling a little bit with the um, Denny say. And they'll walk up to you and they'll say to you, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, they're coming up off the ground. There aren't a lot of sports out there that are like that. And I don't really like even calling this stuff a sport. It's physical culture to me. But. You know, you're in a great position, number one, is you got a chance to change hearts and minds. That's a big, you know, most people, um, in my opinion, that's a little too much for the majority of people. you got to be an individual that is really very confident in what you do and what you believe, and then you've got to get the people that you've brought in on board with it. You know, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. Just because Jed can grip all kinds of things out there right that doesn't mean the guy or girl coming in is going to be able to either do it or respond to him so training to me it's not only the physical gift it's somebody as yourself being able to convey your message through example and obviously through words so take it away brother yeah, that's that's a great point. And one of the things that I wanted to do when I got down here is I wanted to help as many people as I could. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why I chose the name Peak Strength and Fitness. That's great. Um, some, of the, some of the guys who 
have asked me, well, why would you change your name? Because, you know, before I've been associated with the term diesel or diesel sure. crew yep. or diesel gym or yep. um, I called it Jed's House of Strength for a while because we were training at my house. Sure. Um, so why did I why did I change the name? And people say it sounds girly. Nah. Well, it doesn't sound girly to me. Nope. And uh, but at the same time, I did want to be more welcoming to yep. women in the community yep. because a no, not very many women are willing to come to some dude's house and train. Right. So that was always a big disconnect. And second off, I didn't want them to walk in and see pictures of skulls yeah. and hear, you know, heavy metal yep. and, and all that stuff, because that's while that's what I like, that's not what everybody likes. Right. And if they are turned off when they come here because of the environment, then I can't help them. So there's more in my, you know, the way I look at it, there's more in life than like this hardcore training. A lot of people are not going to be right. receptive to that. Right. So right. I, I really don't even do that with most of my clients. I right. do what they need. I, yeah. I do what they need so that they can accomplish what they want. And, 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 um, and Jed, you got to remember this too. You're a businessman. It's not like you're in your basement anymore or, you know, in your garage. And secondly, let's be honest with each other. We call them whatever we want. You know, they call themselves meatheads or whatever. They're not going to pay your bills, man. It's the nine to fivers that are going to pay the bills. Yeah, it's it's true. It's It's a fact of life, folks. Um, Now, that's not saying you're not welcoming to everybody. But the point is you got to put it in perspective. If you're only going to have people that are top-notch, and you and I both know a lot of people want things for free, you know, you got to pay the rent there and make a profit and grow the business. And um, that's why I said when you and I were talking offline before, mm-hmm. Clinton Darden made one of the best predictions ever with me. And I didn't really get it at first, and this was two and a half years ago. And he said to me, you know, I've been listening and watching you because Clint's been on here on and off. He hasn't been on in about the last seven months because, as everybody knows, he's got some serious health problems. And his little boy has some pretty serious stuff going on. And that's Damn, why he's not on. I didn't know that boy. I knew that, I knew that uh, yeah. Clint did, but I didn't know no, about he, the little Yeah, Clint, Clint has cancer. Um, uh. um, and he, I still talk to him. And his, his little boy's got some pretty heavy-duty stuff, too. So his time is very tied up with him. Um, but Clint had predicted years ago, he said, you know, I've been listening to you, watching you, I've been on your show. And he goes, this is my prediction for you. Not only are you going to hit big, but he goes, don't be surprised when a lot of people sort of drop off or they bail. And I'm like, what? what do you mean? He's like, Eric, and it, and this is what I, without even being in your presence, but I can kind of read what you're telling me too, is you, I, and a lot of people grow in different ways. And if you're going to stay the same, chances are you're going to go down the road like everybody else. You're going to go and burn up. If you're going to be a risk taker and say, look, I like the people that are on here. I like the people in my gym. But I do have to do some other things here to be successful. And when I build that type of success, maybe I'm going to branch into a bigger place or maybe open one or maybe down the road, peak 
fitness is going to be so successful we franchise. Now, folks, before you shake your head or even laugh at what I'm talking about here, don't. Because I'm telling you right now, I've said this over and over again, because I'm a guy that wants to give you the initiative and the courage and the belief in yourself to go out and be an entrepreneur if you've always wanted to. It's the best thing in the world. I don't care about everybody saying to me, ah, you're not making this. I I don't care. All right? I am. And it's happening right now. So then when someone makes it, then it's like, well, I always knew you could do it. But getting back to what I'm saying is this. There's going to be a lot of things along the way you and I probably might not even understand initially. But when you're standing there speaking to 5,000 people, telling them your story, or you're opening up a franchise now, then they start to understand. You know what I'm saying, brother? That That's what I'm yeah. talking about here. It's the idea of taking a dream and having the courage to do the things you got to do, to know that you're going to fail, but you're going to come back from it. What happened today is over tomorrow. Go ahead. I just lost you again. Jed? You know, Jed, I think that uh, just the idea that you're talking and thinking franchising could be um, quite a big, big deal down the road. Um, You could, I mean, with your reputation, you're a well-known name. Um, I do believe we're talking major success here. So before we sign off, um, and we'll get into this on the next show, because I'll get you in here before the end of the year. Um, obviously, you've had thoughts about doing this. What do you think? I mean, uh, would this be a three-year plan, five-year plan? What are you thinking if you are going to do this down the road? Well, the thing is, I've had people actually talk to me that they want to work with me on it. Okay. And uh, from the very get go, um, I already had a, a potential partner that had a building in the next town over okay. that wanted me to, you know, create another location at the same time there, and that would have been outstanding. Unfortunately, I bought all kinds of equipment from the local high school and it ended up getting scrapped on me before I could get it. That's okay. another big long story. That sucks. But um, yeah, but uh, it's it's all it's all taken care of now. But, um, you know, there's more equipment out there. People sell stuff all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the idea is to help as many people as possible. I know that there's people out there that need my help. Yep. And people are not uh, – they're not able to find or make a connection with the right people that can help them get the job done. So that's what I want to do. Yep. It's, I've got a lot to learn. Even though I've been involved in this mastermind that I talked about for a yep. long time, I still got a lot to learn. It's not going to happen overnight. So – I would say probably, you know, at least a couple of years before I can get that really going. Yep. But it's it's certainly one of my goals. And yep. when it happens, I think it's going to be cool for even for grip sport, because yeah. I think more people will get involved and uh, see what I've got going on. And they'll be like, man, I want to try this. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the, the coolest thing about that right there is I'm going to do my grand opening. On November 3rd, I've got a cool thing that is planned that involves a fire truck. Nice. And I did a little little practice maneuvering with this fire truck last week. And I'm riding around in the fire truck with a dude. He goes, hey, don't you do that grip stuff? Nice. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. He's like, you know what you should get? 
You should get one of those Thomas Inch dumbbells. <laughs> That's good. Hey, you know something though? At least the guy knows a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's great. Well, yep. Yeah, even in this small town, it's funny. There's still people that I don't know and that don't know me. And yep. Um, you know, even in something a common thread like the Thomas Inch dumbbell that they saw on Brian Shaw's YouTube channel, and sure. you watch Brian Shaw's and Juju Mufu's and Brian Alzru's videos, and he has no idea who the heck I am. And I have three inch dumbbells sitting right over here in my yep. gym. Yep. <laughs> so, I know that's uh, all. That's awesome stuff, man. And, you know, I, I congratulate you, and I'm behind you, man. I I'm, love entrepreneurs. I love people that want to help others. And you're in a golden opportunity now, man. I, I, I'm sure you know that. But I can tell you, as a guy that's breaking his balls every day to make it and make it and make it, it's it's a great feeling. And, um, it, you know, the money's great. That's a dividend of everything. But the, the greatness of it is to have an idea and watch it grow and be here long after you and I are gone. That's why I always like the story about Walt Disney. You know, the idea is to keep making your dream bigger than life. So when you leave here, you leave a legacy um, that people always know about. And I believe, like you said, there's a lot of people out there that do dot, 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 dot. That doesn't mean they're good teachers. And that doesn't mean you could bring somebody in there and start them out with body weight or, you know, maybe a little sandbag work or calisthenics or whatever you want to do, you know, and it's a it's a gift. And the gift is too not only to teach, but be able to convey your message to somebody without being an asshole to them. Right. Okay? That's the thing. That is the ingredient to success, folks, if there ever was one. Uh, anything you want to add, Jed? If not, uh, put out all your information. Let me put out mine, and uh, we'll get this show ready, and we'll get you on before the end of the year for sure, brother. Yeah, the only thing I want to say, man, is just thank you for having me on. It was awesome catching up with you again, and I look forward to next time. And if anybody else wants to check out the – uh, YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Jed Johnson. Uh, I'm sorry. It's actually slash user okay. slash Jed Johnson. I don't know what the difference is, but um, sometimes that link, the other one doesn't work for people. So go youtube.com slash user slash Jed Johnson. My website is dieselcrew.com. And if you're serious about grip, there ain't no better resource than the gripauthority.com. So come join me for a dollar for the first month. Yep. And you'll see that I'm not full of crap. Come uh, <laughs> come check it out. Hey, it's good shit. Anything else, brother? No, that's it, dude. Thanks okay. again. Anytime. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to uh, FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That is our premier product. Also, invest in the business. Um, Prosperity Consciousness page, which is on... FiorellaBarboCo.com, there's a $25.50 and $100 investment. And let me tell you something. If you go out and read about prosperity, it's great to give. And I've never been a guy that said no to anyone. But the tragedy of it, if you understand how it works, is you must give back. That's the way life is. Give and give back, and everybody wins in the whole resource thing there. It's the way to do it. You just don't keep give, give, giving, and asking you contribute something back. That's life, and that's how it works, and it's the best way it works. Also, too, 
Go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. This show should be up Friday night or Saturday at the latest. Um, we, ha- it, you know, I've got a couple right now to put up. Well, I've got three before Jed. And um, just to let everybody know, we had an awful lot of technical problems. So that means I've got to piece three parts of the show together, which is doable. I can do anything. That's the way I tell everybody you can. Um, well, you know, Eric, and, and because you're such a intense lifter and you face these challenges all the time, when something like, you know, the feed going down multiple times during an interview happens, you just roll with the punches. That's yeah, what it's yeah. all about. Jed, you have to because the person on the other end, they gets all uptight and you don't want it. That's not delivering good radio. Uh, the other day I was telling Jed, um, Skype, it, since Microsoft has taken it, it's an absolute disaster now. And believe it or not, I went to do a show with John Rockman Johnson. Bring it up. Says it's recording. Go out. That's why I test now all the time. There's nothing there. I go out and look at the data. The recorder now is obsolete. I mean, this is what how crappy this software is, and you get no notification. So I had to go out and put it in. I delayed the show an hour. I went back to John. He goes, are we ready? I said, damn straight. That's how you got to live your life, man. Uh, there's, you know, things can go real well, but boy, when they go up in flames, you better be ready to roll, and I mean roll hard. So you know what? Nothing is impossible, and always remember that. You're getting good hard lessons today from us. Um, also, too, don't forget um, to go out to uh, – it will be on Motivation Muscle. Sign up for a free newsletter. It goes right to my MailChimp account. Any type of content I put out, it'll go to you in your inbox. Also, investment again in motivation, muscle. Anybody that's come in here and advertised, they've done very well. And the price is not heavy duty for a month. There's a deal for three months, obviously. But I give you more than what I tell you on the page because that's just the way I am. I want to see everyone succeed, and myself included. You know, when you talk to people, a handshake, it means a lot to me. Um, I won't do business with you otherwise. And if you don't like that, that's too bad because that's just the way a man does things correctly, period. That's how we do them here. Also, too, um, let me think, what else? Oh, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Strength, Real Men, Real Power. Don't forget, too, um, if you like a show for Jed and I to do together, uh, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We're now on Spotify. We're on Google Podcast. We're on AHA Directory, which is getting Eminem in your car. It's called AHA. Also, too, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiring words. Five words can change your life, believe me. It all depends how people talk to one another, but it does work. My mom, when we were kids, would always tell us, you know, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day because, hey, you never know what people are going through. You don't. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people struggling like you wouldn't believe now, more than I've ever seen. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. I was telling Jed, I don't know if I said it online uh, when we were online together, and if I'm repeating myself, well, it's still a good repeat. 
you know, we talk about gripping a stone, anything like that, you know, the fingers, the wrists, the forearms. One thing I've been doing with the Hoosa steel stones, because they're, they're even wider, we made them a little wider than the actual Hoosafell stone in Iceland, is I'll pick that thing up and hold it, like, until my forearms feel like they're going to explode, literally. Um, there's a lot of different things, and, and Jed's much better, obviously, a grip than I am. But let me tell you something. You got those fingers right and that thumb right, especially. Um, you're going to be able to hold on to things like that. And usually that's the breaking point, unless you haven't strengthened, you know, the hip girdle, the shoulder girdle, the hand. Obviously, you know what I mean? It all works in conjunction with one another. But let me tell you, you don't have biceps. You don't have the forearms. You don't have the ligaments and tendons all there. I would never say to anybody, don't go do it, but I'm going to prepare you. You're going to be a little upset when you go there to lift that thing if you have not done any of that before. And I will tell you one other thing. Just because you deadlift 700 pounds, chances are you're not lifting 418 off the ground. There's a big difference between a barbell and that stone. I'm not saying you won't do it, but I've seen over here many strong guys fail with them. And it's incredible the difference between a stone and an actual barbell, period. Also, too, uh, let me see. Uh, the Great Hoosa Steel Stone, the, the crusher, we call it Domination, I was lifting today. Um, you know, dominate, obliterate, and dent is our motto for that. We clear-cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. That's the way that is. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone coming out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother. And it's getting higher and higher and wider and stronger all the time. We want to work with everybody, just like Jed. That's the idea. A national radio show, when I bring Jed Johnson in here, what's going on? He tells us. Then we take the training in the gyms. And we bring it out to people that I can't I, I can't do a Thomas inch. All right, well maybe down the road you want it, but right now let's teach you just how to lift a one inch dumbbell handle. All right, how to load it properly. These are the things that people don't talk about anymore. Jed and I talk about this stuff, and a lot of other people on here. This is the disconnect, in my opinion, with everything. You don't have to lift the biggest damn thing in the world to be strong. You build it. It's steps. That's the important thing. And you go in there with enthusiasm. Go in with enthusiasm. You do that, 80% of the battle's killed. I, I, I love it, man. This is the way to go. Also, too, don't forget, Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Be like the lion as we base ourselves here. And the eagle, the king of the sky and the king of the earth. Believe me. Also, too, um, John Ridge, my greatest um, chiropractor ever, he would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Say that on your best or worst day or just walk around. I guarantee you I'll have a grin from ear to ear. That is very important with what you get in life. Simple things like that. I feel great. I'm happy to be alive. I'm grateful for this, that, and the other thing. Talk to yourself that way. I'm telling you right now, you're going to see things happen to you. Like You're going to be like, where did this come from? Uh, and your whole personality will start changing. And then you'll go and open gyms. And then you go and start podcast shows. I mean that. Think about that. 
every day. Why am I here? What do I want to do? Because all of us were put here to do something big. Not to work and pay mortgages the rest of your life and get beaten to the ground. If you want to do that, be my guest. But that's not for me. I'll tell you that right now. I did it. No. This is it. Also, too, um, let's see. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by until 100 or more of your friends are coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. The point here is this. Stay with us. 30 more years, take these shows and pass them out. Send them to people. Let your sons and daughters listen to them. That's why we've really curtailed language here. I'm not saying they've never heard it, but we're not going to contribute to it. And we're not angels here by any means. We slip like everybody else. But I don't feel I need to use F every other word like some people do to get my point across. I think that's a real cheap way to live, man. I don't think it shows intelligence either. But that's your forte. Be my guest. That's not here. Also, too, like I said, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you. And we got your back. Not many people are going to say that in today's age. And before I sign off with Jed, I've been reading this little poem by Steve Jack from Of Stones and Strength. The late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin. It's on the Inverse Stone. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass. That until now has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons I'll be calling. Steve Jack. I've talked about metaphorically about life with it and stuff. But I'm already seeing that moon in my mind. It's a good feeling, folks. Start thinking that way. Success is right around the corner. Um, Jed. Honor, my friend. Um, I'm very happy for your success um, and future shows we'll be doing. And uh, stick with it, brother. You've got it. Absolutely, my man. I will. And I can't wait till next time. Yes, sir. So for Jed Johnson, this is Eric Fiorello. And remember this. Life is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And we will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of the week, and go out and do something magnificent. I'm telling you, you will feel great. See you, everyone, and thank you again. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.